down in the den. So go tell a friend. The best podcast on earth is about to begin. We got jokes and news and movie reviews. After Dark NC-17 with the crew. Interviews with the best artists around. So like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now. Welcome to Down in the Den. It's your boy Mars, and we are back for another stellar episode. Nothing but illustrious guests, nothing but the most interesting guests, nothing but the most talented guests, and nothing has changed. We're always bringing you that. And today, I am humbled and happy to have with me none other than Hook Diggy, hip hop artist. Hook Diggy, how you doing today, brother? Hey, man, I'm doing great now that I'm on with you, Mars. Let's get it, man. Let's get, let's it. get it, man. Well, another day in paradise here. And uh, let's just get into it, man. I am very, very excited. We've had artists on from all genres, comic books, directors, musicians, singers. Uh, but you are one of the first hip-hop artists that we've had. So I'm very honored because we have a true hip-hop artist. Not rap, Thank you. Thank but hip-hop, man. So I'm, I'm very happy now. Uh, I understand you're from Flint, Michigan. Is that yes, sir? Correct? Yes, sir. Yes, All sir. Right, F-L-I-N-T. Yep. Yes, sir. So I always ask because I, I'm from VA, and I've okay. always been a firm believer where you're from, where you grew up, kind of molds you into what you're going to be in the future. How would you say? And and it's really refreshing. A lot of Michigan artists, of course, we know the Detroit artists, you have your Royce, you have your Eminem, you have your T Grizzly, you have all those uh, Detroit artists. Uh, but growing up in Michigan, how would you say that shaped you musically? You know, um, man, you know, that's funny you say that because I got started rapping from a group that was from Michigan. Uh, you know, big influence of mine to get started rapping is a group called Dayton Family. They also from Flint too. And it was seeing them release like their self-produced EP. It was the dopest thing ever because uh, people would just call and say, hey man, you know, uh, something going on at this club called Mr. Lucky's. And everybody in Flint like got to Mr. Lucky's in this parking lot. And the Dayton family was sitting there, man. They had this uh, very chrome painted caravan. Everybody knew the caravan back in the city. And they was bumping something that we had never heard before. And it was just like so dope. And they was like, hey, this us. And they started passing out these tapes, man. And just like the whole city went crazy to see somebody like just from the same block, you know, just us coming up, putting something together, put something out. You know, at this time, you know, Bree had already done his name. See, Bree to kind of set, you know, the platform we had ready for the world. We had other artists that came before that. But TDF, Dayton family, just kind of come from the block and put it out themselves. I think they used disc makers at the time. Man, just turned a whole new wave of uh, artists and musicians, you know, and I, I give them credit for getting me started because I got home and I listened to it and I was just like, hey, I, I, I think I want to rap. You know, these these homies, you know, put together and, you know, at first, you know, it was, it was wacky at first. It was terrible, but uh, it was an inspiration, man. So, you know, uh, just that hometown love, just being from Flint, just coming together, you know, Midwest, uh, Dirty Glove, Midden, uh, we didn't really have a lot of people that represented from Michigan. So of course, when the Detroit artists started to blow up, we love that, we love supporting that. So for me, kind of getting that experience from the Dayton family, being able to kind of uh, keep it going with a uh, breed, I always represent Flint to the fullest. Everywhere I'm somewhere, I'm like, yeah, I'm from Flint. Represent Michigan, I represent my what up uh, Detroit people too. But uh, yeah, that's what kind of helped shape me and the Flint sound and the Flint representation, man. Absolutely. Now, I am an 80s baby. We always talk about that uh, up here and growing up in the, well, not really growing up in the 80s, but born in the 80s, growing up in the 90s. I personally feel 
that was the golden era in hip hop. Yeah, when you when you had Nas dropping, Wu Tang dropping, Jay dropping, Pop dropping, Snoop dropping, Dre yep. stop dropping. Yep. It's a golden era to me. And yep. listening to your music, I get that vibe. I get that golden era. It's boom bap, but it's also got a vibe. You can ride to it. Um, what besides uh, the the Michigan artists and the uh, Flint artists? What other artists inspired you for hip hop? You know, it's funny. I call myself a color wheel artist. So, you know, you got the color wheel, the RGB, the red, green, blue. Right. So I call myself a uh, RGB artist because I'm a little bit of R&B, a little bit of G-Funk, and a little bit of boom bap. So I have a heavy West Coast love. You know, I love the West Coast. Now you talk about Dre and everything like that. Oh, yeah, I big time love West Coast music. And the boom bap, of course, I went to school out in Philly, uh, Drexel University. I went to school in Philly. So, you know, a blend of the East, a little bit of Midwest, and then you add the West. You know, um, I, that that golden era you're talking about, everything that was about that golden era kind of shaped how I wanted to be known as an artist. And I know a lot of artists, they get, they kind of, and I don't want to say get stuck, they kind of get their brand. This is where I want to be. And I call myself a throwback modern hip hop artist because the throwback piece is like, it's a throwback. It sounds like a throwback, but how do you bring kind of modern elements into it by staying true to, you know, what you, what you would call like the golden era hip hop. So that all of that's true, man. And I, I can feel that. I can feel that in the vibe of your music because I hear, from what I hear, I actually hear lyrics. And that that's something that in the 90s, I used to rap a little bit back in the day. I, you know, I, I did my theme music. But at a certain point when rap, probably around the Soldier Boy era, yeah. it's when I kind of was like, whoa, this isn't for me. This, this yeah. really isn't for me. This, I felt like I aged out. Uh, and it was more for teeny boppers. And then I, and then of course there's artists, there's always good traditional artists out there. But when I heard you, I was like, okay, this is what I need. This is what I grew up on this style. And it is very modern, but the throwback, like you said, is actually saying something. It's not just, uh, Hey bitch, uh, you want some drugs or Hey bitch, I'm doing some drugs or Hey, I'm going to shoot you bitch (laughs) while doing drugs. It's just, it's real music. You can get in the car, you can ride to it. You can vibe to it, smoke to it, do whatever you want. I always ask creators, what is your creative process when you're going into making a song? If you're going into the studio, are you coming in there just a blank canvas? Do you come in there with something pre-prepared and, and then you write to the beat? What's your creative process like? Bro, I appreciate it. I'm humble. Thank you so much for the compliments on the music, man. I appreciate that. Uh, for me, I was, you know, most artists that's been doing it for any amount of time, we do it every kind of way. So I'll give you my preferred process. My preferred process is really to kind of uh, feel, the, feel the track, feel the groove. Like I may be humming something and I got tons of video recordings of grooves. You, you know, you, you, uh, you a hum. Uh, get a beat, uh, ride to that track, see what the feel of the track is. You know, is this a is this an inspirational kind of vibe? Is this a party vibe? Where we going? Okay, what the hook? What does the cadence sound like? I'm just gonna be like, you start freestyling to it, and I'm like that. All right, do it this way. Okay, there's the flow. There's the flow. That's the cadence we want to be. Okay, we go. What we gonna write about? Then kind of come up with a concept and a hook. Then go into the studio and start putting it together layer by layer. I'm one of those people too because I used to run a studio that I never liked to rush the process. And one of the things I used to see artists a lot of times coming to do, and I understand, you know, you're independent, you've got to pay for studio time, you're trying to get it all done in those four hours, those five hours, those six hours. So I used to tell artists a lot of time, come prepared because the process in and of itself 
it's okay to come back and redo these vocals. It's okay to come back and rewrite something if you don't like it. You know, um, we, we live in the instant, the, the, the instant generation now. They want to do the song, put it out, done. You know, it's kind of like, man, music is supposed to be forever. If it's supposed to be timeless, take your time, do it right. You know, SOS man told us that, you know, uh, just uh, get on in there, make it right, and then do it up. So for me, like, I will come back to songs, you know, several times. We lay that first drive down. Very rarely is that first session the final copy. That's just kind of like, okay, this is, let's listen to everything that we did right in the song and everything that needs to be fixed. And then go back and fix it, man. Go back and fix it, man. So I, I like to have the groove first. I like to have the groove um, before I go put anything down. Now, if I'm going to a session and listening to beats from producers, I'm gonna say, okay, let me hear some beats first. Let's hear, let's hear something. Let's get the vibe. Let's get going. Then I can put the lyrics on top of the vibe. Every once in a while, I will get some dope bars that I will also do on my voice recorder. But usually it's the groove. I, I want to get the groove first. Now, do you ever feel the temptation? Because I feel now, I was listening to uh, T-Pain. He was yeah. on Twitch the other day. And he was talking about how artists send them music all the time. Yeah. And he says he gets a thousand little babies. A thousand to baby. Everybody's here what's number one right now. Of course, and instead of, of being original, they try to make a version of that. Do you, I, I can hear in your music, you have art, you know, artistic integrity. You're like, I'm not going to try to be like everybody else. I'm going to be me because you can, you're never going to be better than the original. That's right. At what That's they're right. doing, but That's you right. can be the best at what you're doing. Do you ever have that temptation to be like, all right, uh, this is real popping right now. Let me go ahead and do this and just lay, I don't really want to, but I'm late. Or are you just like, nope, this is my, this is me. And I'm gonna stick to it because I, I feel we're all human. We probably all have that temptation. Oh yeah. Sometimes oh, yeah. to like, oh, let, let me lay something that's on the radio right now. How, yeah. how do you address that? Man, you know the the I would say for me it is an artistic integrity thing, and it's and it's no shade against um, anybody that's out there. You know, following the formula is what they say. Um, one of the things I liked about traditional hip hop in its essence that it really celebrated individuality. You know, it celebrated if you were different, if you were copying somebody, you were whack. You know, that's just what it was. And I come from that school. And so it took me a while to find who I was as an artist and what I was going to be about. And to change that would be kind of uh, disappointing to myself, man. I'll be letting myself down just to chase the wave. Uh, but you get it and you understand that um, for record labels and for you know the mass public you want to chase what's hot but you know what are you selling out to you're not selling out to just people you're selling out to yourself and so for me it's kind of like this is what hood biggie's on I'm about good music good vibes positive entertainment if that's only going to get this much of the market that's all right i'm gonna rock this much of the market right here and i'm gonna be so genuine and authentic with it you're gonna be like man that was all right right there. Instead of having to be like, oh, let me put my fronts up. I'll put my fronts up because this is what we own. This is what we own. This ain't what I really want to be on, but this is what we own because I have to do that because I've created this aura about me. You know, so yeah, I don't I don't want to be about that. But I, I, you, when you understand the game and because I ran the studio for so many years, I knew what artists were going through and that struggle of, yo, Hook, man, you know, this was, this was popping on the radio, so I got to do it. I'd be like, yeah, hey, but put a, put, a, put a little bit of you in there, man. You know, put your own little, you know, spin on it or something like that. And, you know, I produce a lot of clone artists. I produce a lot of artists who put their own spin on it. So the the, the right answer is just pretty much, you know, what do you want to be known for, you know, your legacy when you leave? I want to be known for artistic integrity. Facts, big facts, man. I, I love that answer. 
now, now your music has real, you know, integrity, but it also has real motion and it really subverts what's come to be expected of what's really recently been released. And like I said, I, I love it all. If they like it, I love it. But you don't see too many, or even the artists that they claim are lyrical nowadays are like, eh, did you hear what Nas was doing in 94? This is, it, it always surprised me. I, I, I have younger uh, cousins that kind of keep me in a loop of what's going on. How yeah. important is, is lyric to you? Because so many people will just get a hot beat and that's all I need. And like you said, I'm not going back to this verse. I'm not going to touch it up. I'm not going to change it. I'm going to hum on this beat and get it out. How important is lyrical content to you? Yeah, lyrical content is definitely going to be important for me. Because, um, I mean, I'm an intellectual, man. I'm I, I'm not going to be, you know, ashamed of, yes, I was a nerd in school. I, that's my whole little vibe. You know, I got a college degree. I want to be somewhat educated. You know, I want to come across as saying something that people actually get you know hip-hop used to be the voice of the people so if you're not really saying anything that the people can gather and get on and get behind and get motivated behind to me you ain't really saying that but that's you know that's my opinion of, of what i want to do and how i want to be known on the mic so lyric, lyrics very important um i used to be really hard on myself as far as like every bar got to be super dope because it's got to be this and that and that you know you, you really you learn to relax a little bit you compromise you know like is bar four gonna be that really uh do you really concentrate on bar four eight twelve and sixteen and the other ones are kind of okay but i think i have a bar that said i don't get below the bar you know what i'm saying it's kind of like all right now i'm getting a little too rudimentary here a little too elementary let's you know let's let's in, intellectualize it up you know use your words set up straight I think I remember hearing Uncle L say it can't always be chess sometimes. Sometimes it has to be checkers. So right. sometimes you do have to dumb it down. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes exactly. you you know you get that mix. And as long as we know you can do it, it's exactly. okay. If it's you know a bar that's not I, I remember ludicrous, which I re respect. It was a point in hip hop where everyone was doing the Sean, Big Sean thing, another uh Michigan artist, where he would say a line. And then the punchline would come after. Yeah. And I remember Ludacris did something. He was like, we're going to blow balloons. And I was like, yeah. oh, God, you're yeah. too ta you're too talented for this for yeah, jumping yeah, on the yeah. waves. So, uh, when no, I that's what's up. If, hey, if you would come Big Sean and start that, what up, though? That's the homie right there, man. Yeah, that's, Big Sean, they call it the super duper flow. And, and I'm yeah. a bit of a hip hop story. And Big Sean yeah. gets credit for that. Now, yeah. uh, speaking of Big Sean, are there any artists, not only just in the Michigan era, any artists that you really just like, yo, I would love to collaborate with this person? Oh, that, you know, I love this question right here. This I, I got three artists I've always wanted to collab. One has passed away, unfortunately. Uh, the first one I would say is Prince. We'll talk about Prince. I've always wanted to collab with Prince. Uh, I thought Prince was a, a wonderful musician, a great musician. Definitely didn't get his due. He did, but he didn't really get this due due. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I would have loved to been able to be accepted to work with Prince because I'm sure he got plenty of uh, collabs of people that want to reach out to him. He was probably very like, exclusive. Nah. I yeah, it's probably he, like, nah. he, yeah, he didn't work with just everybody. He That's wasn't right. clearing any samples. That's he right. wasn't. That's right. That's and what right. can you so, say? You know, it's Prince. If, if, he, right. if, if Prince say you whack, you whack. Right, but I would love to be able to work with to been able to work with him on, because I'm I'm, I'm I'm musically trained too. So to be able to put together some real music kind of flow kind of thing. And it may have been uh, slash hip hop slash rock kind of, you know, mish, uh, you know, pish posh or 
Mitch matched together, but I would have loved to work with Prince. Uh, Corrupt is my other uh, favorite MC. I definitely want to work with Corrupt one day. I, I love Corrupt's flow. He is, he has defined his type of flow, and and I've always you know loved the way he reps on the mic. And uh, Jill Scott is my last one. Jill Scott, I would love to work with Jill Scott. One of my favorite, favorite, if not my favorite R&B artist of all time. That's three for three right there. Shout out to Jill Scott. She has uh. She's gotten me so many ladies in, in, in hey, my time. And hey. Shout out to the late great Prince, and shout out to Corrupt. Another, a lot of people don't know he's from Philly. That's that, right. That's, that's, that's right. Philly spit, even though he's got that West Coast vibe. Right. So absolutely. Right. Now, uh, you, you mentioned that you're very musical. Is that you on all your production, or do you have a team who, who's doing the production with it's, you? It's going to be a mix. You know, it's it's, it's going to be a mix. I used to, you know, try to hog all the beats, you know, but you know, you like you learn to collaborate, man. There's so much to this. There's so much to work with out here. So, um, you you just had to maybe read the liner notes. I know, uh, I know, I produced good music. I produced Wind Out. I co-produced out there. Uh, Kill It, the single that I got out right now is produced by my homie Waxo. That's who I first started rapping with. Like my first beat maker ever was him. And so for him to bless me with something that I'm doing now is uh, super dope. Uh, I produce Make It Work. Uh, a lot of my new singles that I got coming out later this year, I've done more collaboration with producers. You know, but for me, a lot of times I may get it to a certain point and I'll be like, you know who, you know, let me reach out to my man that's real dope on some drum program. Let me see what he would do with these drums because I'm. I'm kind of like at a B minus right now. I want an A plus. Let me send it off. You know, I've learned to share the wealth because it's enough for everybody to get some publishing. So, hey man, whatever it takes to make it sound right. You know, if, if I can only get it a certain certain amount, okay, I'm going to let somebody else take it. And, you know, I work with a couple of producers that have kind of given me a good sound. If they, if you know my sound, if you know what I'm on, send me something and I love it. And I get producers all the time. Let me see some beats. Let me see some beats. And I don't like none of them. And it's like you didn't listen to my. You know who I am. Yeah. Well, you should know who I am. Yeah. Before you just send me all of your beats, like you wasted your time. Send this to somebody else. So, um, yeah, I, I love being in the mix producing, but I don't mind sharing. I, I don't mind sharing the work with other producers. Absolutely. Now, I, uh, you you mentioned that you co-produce out there, which is even though it, it, it came out in the spring, that's gonna that's gonna be the summer ride. That's gonna be yeah. the summer. It's very people are getting out there. Uh, you know, after a pandemic, people are ready to, to get on the road. I know the pandemic has uh, kind of shut down a lot of touring. Is there uh, any, are you going to get out there on the road anytime this year? Is, is there any uh, place that we can expect to see you or hope to see you or stay tuned? Yeah, well, so I'm having, I'm dropping an EP in August and, you know, people are still starting to travel. So this one, we're going to do virtual. We're going to do it online. Uh, for my EP, is got I got dropping called Mike Check Music, and Mike Check Music is a celebration of kind of like live music. You know how and the thing is, every time you get on the mic, somebody always tell the mic be like Mike Check, you know that Mike Check, so right. it's giving you that live feel, and it's all live instrumentation on the EP. Uh, it's gonna be kind of a mix of giving you that live sound because you've been missing being out at live concerts, live shows, and everything like that. And then I'm gonna do a, uh, I'm gonna perform all the songs. We're doing like a, a EP release party for it, man, on Zoom. It should be dope. It should be dope. And then after that, we're going to start probably setting up tours and getting out there in front of these people, man, giving them what they want. I think that's genius. And I love the blend. Uh, I notice on a lot of your music, there's a nice blend of uh, instrumentation in that music. And really, it's like you, The Roots, and D Smoke are really the only ones out there right now putting that type of live instrumentation. And I love it, man. I, I love a blend, putting real 
musicality. So you have the EP coming out, you have the singles out. Tell us about the new single uh, that you were mentioning that you dropped. Yeah, so the new single I just dropped called Out There, uh, we are actually shooting. If it's anybody in Georgia that hear this, y'all want to come be in the video. We're shooting a music video for August 5th. Here in Atlanta, so hit me up at Hood Giggy everywhere. Uh, but the new single we just dropped is called Out There. It's a celebration of those who have uh, left us, man, those who have went on, and to not uh, be concentrating on the past and but celebrating the life and celebrating the legacy that they left us with. And so the whole concept of the song is like, do you hear me out there? You know, when I'm talking to you, do you still hear me out there? And I came up with the concept of the song after my grandmother passed. And I wanted to do something. She, thank you, man. And she never got a chance to see Hook Diggy. You know, she only knew who Will Berryman was, you know, the, the scholar, the student and everything like that. She never got a chance to see this passion of music that I had. And I thought, what better way to honor her than to, you know, write a song, uh, you know, about how I feel that she's gone. But do you still hear me out there and do you still see what I'm doing? So, yeah, that's that's what that was about. And so we want to celebrate those who have set us up for life, man, the celebration of life respect to the ancestors and brother i can assure you she's watching you she hears you and i'm certain she is proud but Thank we you, so we're much. almost done we have two fun things to do because we always have a little fun down in the den and then oh, you're yes. about to get this official den mate stamp so number one i want to know because you, you, you're giving me hip-hop historian vibes and i love it i love it who's your mount rushmore who's your four I know it's a hard question because most people do top five, but we're doing the Mount Rushmore. Man, they're going to beat me up, man. Everybody that don't make the top four are going to beat me up. Okay, get an honorable mention. That's our honorable mention. We got to throw Corrupt up there, man. Corrupt. We got to put Corrupt up there. You know, I'm I'm going to throw a loop for you here. I'm going to put Esham up there. Esham is a Detroit artist, a Detroit underground acid rap artist. Uh, he probably doesn't like it to be, you know, associated with acid rap now because he's kind of branched off and other things. Esham, definitely... He, he created a lane for himself and his flow has just always been kind of like corrupt, created his lane. I love how Esham created his lane, you know, as well. So shout out to uh, Esham, one of those Detroit in the house. Let me give you two more, two more I have to think about. Uh, I'm gonna go with Q-Tip, man. Everybody know I'm a uh, boom bap all day. Uh, people hate on, uh, you know, Tip. They think he may have sold out with Vibrant thing and all that kind of stuff. You know, that's no Q-Tip slander will be tolerated. <laughs> no tribe slander will be. In fact, the whole Jungle Brothers, uh, the, the whole leaders of the new school, no slander will be tolerated. That, Not in the den at all. None of that, man. None of that at all. Um, and it should, you know, this should be is I had to think, like, who do you listen to the most? You know, who are, you, who are your artists that you listen to the most? Um, number four, number four, who would make sense for me to put? I'm gonna go with Cube, man. Ice Cube, man. Um, if you just think about uh, what he was writing at a young age, because I know we all think about, you know, Death Certificate, um, West Coast Connection, all of that kind of stuff. But America's I like, most I wanted. Yeah, um, I think about what he was writing for NWA and the Posse and for Straight Out of Compton. Like, you, you have had, you know intellectual bars for a while oh yeah for, yeah for a while so yeah definitely got throw cube up there man hey man i i can't knock that mount rushmore at all at all Thank that you. that that is that's a hell of a list i i grew up on cube i i shouldn't have been listening to it because i was far <laughs> too young um i i was interviewing another artist that i was talking about you know my brother was 10 years older yeah. than me so when I was six, he was 16. 
So instead mm. of listening to Wheels on the Bus, I was listening to She Swallowed It. And I yeah, probably yeah. shouldn't have been, yep, yep. but that's what it was. So I, I always said, you know, I was exposed early, but I was exposed to the good stuff. So it's always, you know, I, I love it. So now's the fun part. Um, we do this every episode whenever we have a musician. We play a game of song association. Yes. So generally with song association, for those who haven't seen the show before, I give a word, a random word, and then our guests on this uh, episode, Hook Diggy, will have 10 seconds to think of a song with the word in the title or in the lyric. Since he's a hip hop artist, he can do a traditional song that's already out there, or I will give credit for a point if you can give us a bar with the word in it. It, it can oh. be off the top, whatever. So you got options. You got, got double options. chances to oh. succeed. Now, here's the key. There's only three. Okay. So it's really a pass or fail. You yeah. get one wrong, that's a 66%. That's a, that's a, that's a fail right there. So yeah. that's, a, that's a fail or a D minus. So so True, right. we, most of the artists have passed. We've had a few that just, but you'll see it, it's pretty hard. So I have my random word generator so that it's fair. So it's fair. That is fair. All right, here we go. So the first word is seek, S-E-E-K. You can do any song with seek in the word, or if you can give us a bar, uh, spit a little something with seek in it, you can do it. And the timer starts now i can't think of any words with seek you know i'm a preacher's kid so you say seek and i think i'm a preaching seek and you shall find so that's what i think about so let's let's come up with a bar um okay philly boy like meek education gonna seek bars in the track give you sneak peek i'ma keep going sitting on the table like teak been rhyming for about a week fly away a bird from the beak I'm gonna stop right there and keep going down. Hey, now. it works. Ding ding. That's a point. All right. All right. That's what. We got bars. All right. Generate word two. Yeah. All right. This word is grudge. G-R-U-D-G-E. Grudge. Ah, man, these words, man. I'm thinking of the movie now, man. I, that would make me think of a movie. <laughs> All right, let me see. Let me see. I guess we're gonna have to uh, do another bar. But hold on, let me think. Grudge. Let me see if I have a oh, nah, nah. All right, so let's let's freestyle it up. Mama pushed me hard, trying to nudge. Punishments never held a grudge. Michigan boy eating fudge. Hip hop is all about the love. Love it. Love it. All right. This is final. That's, that's a 56%. Depending on the state, that's a D. Let's get you into this A. Let me get the A right here, man. Let's get this A. Damn, I don't know if this thing is set on hard, but... <laughs> See, <laughs> now, best... I listened to your other ones, and they had some easier words, man. I was just playing. Come on with it, man. I like... Hey, I, I the like word the is portrait. P-O-R-T-R-A-I-T. I actually know a song with portrait, but uh, portrait. Yeah, that's word. funny. You, yeah, you, you're going to say that. I think musically, Portrait, the artist, I mean, the group, Portrait, I think a lot about Portrait. Ah, man. I don't know about a bar that rhymes with Portrait. What would I rhyme with Portrait if I had to rhyme with Portrait? Portress? 
I don't uh, know. <laughs> Fortress, Fortunate, um, Hortense, something like that. All right, so let's see. Can I sing a Portrait song? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you could you could do either either one. Yeah, I'm a, I make a sample of that. Here we go. Here we go again. Going through the same thing. Here we shit. go again. Here we go. Going through the same thing. Hey man, I need to sample that. That, 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 that was, was a new jack kind of joint right there. Yo, man. new jack swing is coming back. I don't know if you saw the verses with Bobby Brown. But let me tell you, man, that that, that talk about timeless music and Teddy Riley, yes. you know, he, yes. he's a Virginia boy like Virginia myself. Virginia boy, that's right. Yes, yes sir. sir. And uh, man, he made some timeless music. But uh, Hook Digger, I've had a blast, brother. I Bro. have had a blast. Bro. I, I, I love the you. music. I love the vibe. I wish you nothing but success. Thank you. Man. Tell Thank the people, you. tell the den. You get your stamp, official den mate. That hey. means you get lifetime support hey. from the team. You're on the team. Hey, Tell you. the people where they can find you, where they can get your music, where they can, uh, your social media, the floor is yours. Yes, uh, you want to definitely check out anything Hook Diggy. You can go to my website, Hook Diggy, that's H-O-O-K-D-I-G-G-Y.com. You can type Hook Diggy in all your streaming platforms, Tidal, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, all of them. Uh, you can also catch me on all social media at Hook Diggy, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and uh, definitely come check out my uh, EP release party, man. Tickets are free. Uh, we're gonna be premiering six new songs, and we gonna be giving away stuff. I always give away. While I'm, I'm on live concerts, I always give away stuff. So check me out on hookdiggy.com or get those tickets at tickets.hookdiggy.com. And definitely please. check that out. I'm looking for y'all soon. Yes, sir. And please check them out. Here's the website, guys. Uh, right here, very, very dope website. He's killing it. So here it is, guys. We'll put the links and everything so you guys can check it out. But that's the website. My man is very talented. My man is giving us quality music that we need, man. Because my ears have been dry as of late. So I appreciate you. We support you. I thank you so much for joining us in the den. And as always, thank you guys for listening. Deuces. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. So like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now.